getting you on your way. In style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. You're on your way with Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. It's gonna be a while since we hear this one. Yeah, this this background music. Love or hate it? Lunar New Year, our long weekend has happened. I'm curious, any drama or not? Because there's always a little bit of chaos, a whole lot of joy as well. I have some stories to share, and if you have as well, WhatsApp me, 8855 Okay, I'm going to chill with the background music. All right, on the show, a chance for you to win a $100 dining voucher from Meet. Shilin, uh, Michelin, but meet Shilin, the first and finest Korean style lamb barbecue that has just opened at our mini K town in Singapore in Tanjung Paga Road. Uh, we also have Elska, a $100 shopping voucher at the Swedish premier gift personalization store where they craft unique, heartfelt, affordable presents for every occasion. Elska means to love or cherish in Swedish. I'll tell you more on how you can win that. And also, a friend to the show joins us on around 5 o'clock. He'll be joining the show again. It'll be a real reunion with Paul, the recycling guy. You're on your way with Joshua Simon. Of course, over the Super Bowl halftime show, alongside the commercials, was also the big reveal of the long-awaited Wicked trailer a first look at Cynthia Revo and of course Ariana Grande um, in the new adaptation of the musical adaptation of the, the book. book okay so we learned that from Daphne earlier on when we were eavesdropping with her okay so this is a, essentially a prequel to the Wizard of Oz right yes and I'm guessing it's kind of like what we got with Maleficent, where this is a villain, and now we learn the backstory. We had that with Cruella as mm, well. I never watched... Oh, I did watch Cruella with Emma Stone, right? Yeah, so you learn to kind of empathize with them. You learn to like what you would have otherwise viewed as just a villain. So now we're kind of like sympathizing with the bad witch. Yeah, and you realize, actually, we never even really got to know her. Mm. Because in The Wizard of Oz, she immediately gets... I'm melting! Yeah, she, yeah. well, no, no, she gets dropped. Oh, her sister gets the house dropped on her, and yes. then her shoes get taken, and then, yes, she melts. Um, and then you find out what happens after oh, she melts. Okay. So, uh, like, Dorothy's kind of a side character in Wicked. You yeah. know, very Calafair, like, shows up in, like seconds of the movie okay but i mean look the original musical is mm -hmm. beloved across the world i think it's come to singapore a bunch of times it's always sold out i could never get tickets to it <laughs> and we had the juggernauts that was menzel and chenoweth yes. right now it's cynthia rivo ariana grande are you excited for it as someone who has seen the musical and you you know the songs compared to me i'm going in fresh eyes so i will probably like it because i don't know anything else apart from the original wizard of oz but when you watch the trailer did it look too fantastical? Did it wow you? I mean, I think I'm biased because I do love fantasy and mm. I do love everything to do with like AI and all that kind of like how they've created this magical world that I feel like could only have been created now. Okay. Um, and the whole thing with, you know, totally different story, but with Avatar that's coming out and they had to redo a bunch of things because it wasn't up to par with the fans. I think Wicked took its time and it now has a part one and a part two because there is actually so much that they wanted to explain because of character development. Well, so, it's split. Yeah. So this November, it's part one. We only get part one. Ha! Huh. Yeah. Ayo! 
okay, okay. So they're saving some of the second half of the songs as well. So essentially, we're getting like a, a couple of months of intermission. <laughs> I don't know how long it will be. Yeah, I've, what I read is that it's part one and part two, so okay. we'll see what happens. Do you think it's going to be good though? Because if part one sucks, I don't know if we'll get to see a part two. I think it's very hard for the for the musical, like the story in general, to suck because it is such a beautifully written book. Mm. It's such a thought out musical. That's why songs like "Defining Gravity," "Me and the Wizard," like all these songs, popular, have become. Such staples for a lot of people in musicals. Like, yeah. if you ask them about songs um, or their favorite songs, at least one of them will be Defying Gravity. Yeah, and know? it'll be wonderful, especially for the kids growing yeah. up, you know, to be able to see Ariana Grande on the big screen and to learn these songs. For me, it's kind of songs from Glee, so that's how I know uh, Wicked. Uh, the movie comes out November, is that right? Thanksgiving, yeah. Getting you on your way. Ooh, Ooh, in style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon on KISS 92. A good friend to the show, Paul from Plastify, joins us back on the show. He's an actor, but his heart is with taking care of the environment. We've watched him turn our Dasani bottle caps and turn it into coasters and tiles on the wall for schools. And now he is turning to furniture. Home design, interior design, that's something a lot of us are really caring about these days, right? Suddenly, everyone's into interior design because everyone's getting their BTOs around my age range. Everyone's getting their homes. Everyone's thinking about furniture and all that. So he's looking at, okay, how can we go in it from a sustainable angle? Can we recycle and use that material and breathe some new life into it, into our homes? And it'll become such a statement piece, isn't it, as well, in your living room when friends come over and you're like, hey, you're sitting on a bottle cap. Did you know? So we'll chat with Paul in just a bit. But of course, every year around this time, you know I'm going to talk about the Super Bowl. I have a lot to say. I'm sure you do as well. Some of the major highlights from the Super Bowl halftime show headlined by Usher. Full performance now on YouTube, also on Apple TV+. It was presented by Apple Music. What's hot? Time to pop off. The Super Bowl halftime show happened yesterday, and of course, Usher took the stage. Just reading the comment section, it was a nostalgic performance, and that has been sort of the recurring reaction for the past couple of Super Bowl halftime shows, right? From Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Shakira, Jennifer Lopez. And for a lot of kids that grew up in the 90s, it was a way to reconnect uh, with their songs that they grew up with, you know? It was nice to see as a genre as well with the likes of SZA playing a huge role in that. Victoria Monet recently winning her first Grammy for R&B as a whole to make its return in the mainstream. Because in the early 2000s, even in the 90s, R&B was the sound that you would have to make as a musician if you wanted to go big. We certainly have come a long way, so it was very nice to see the likes of Alicia Keys reunite with Usher, with My Boo. There are a couple of songs, I gotta say, that I actually forgot. Like, it just slipped from my memory. Like, Love in This Club. And Caught Up as well. 
Joining Usher on stage was also Lil John. We had Will I Am on stage. We had her. We had Ludacris. I was actually surprised we didn't get David Guetta on. Because there was this whole like mid 2000s era of Usher where he was doing a lot of dance pop. Remember that? From DJ's God Has Fallen In Love, which is, I thought, like an anthem, like this is meant for the Super Bowl. And then there was Without You. Didn't perform these songs. I mean, you hear like hints of it in the production, but not like a full-blown production. Presented by Apple Music. I think you can watch the full performance on Apple TV+. And Usher got his big viral meme moment, which is all that you're seeing right now on social media, where he pulls off his shirt and then he's just like doing his little dance, little... I mean, you gotta say though, like, it's a lot of Michael Jackson influence, and, and that was very apparent, apart from Usher's style. You see that across from Chris Brown to The Weeknd as well, but uh, Usher specifically, he wore one glove, one silver, sparkly, blinged out glove to honor Michael Jackson, which actually made me, after watching the Usher performance, made me go back to when Michael Jackson first performed at the Super Bowl, completely changing what the Super Bowl halftime show could be in sort of the zeitgeist of pop culture so though brilliant it kind of left me wanting more that's my my honest thoughts on the usher performance like it gave me what i thought usher was going to do but i was like i couldn't help but think we could have called mariah we could have called you know like why is it that christina aguilera did like a pre-show but we've never had a christina aguilera show we've never had a taylor swift show i'm sure they are trying to get taylor swift at some point to do it miley cyrus also would be brilliant she can perform flowers she can perform party me usa and i'm not complaining i'm just saying that i kind of knew what usher was going to give and he gave that but a part of me just wanted more am i alone in this what are your thoughts on the Usher Super Bowl halftime show. Was it overwhelming? Underwhelming? Was it just all right? Keep the conversation going. Keeping you company on your way home. Joshua Simon, Kiss 92. We're going to talk about sustainability and the environment and all that later on. But first, I want Paul Lee Wum Paul to just be Paul <laughs> Bachelor Paul. Are you still single? I am, yeah. <laughs> okay, so actor, uh, and also he does a lot with Plastify, which we'll talk about later on. But first, tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Do you have any Valentine's Day plans? Uh, no. <laughs> I'll just be at home. <laughs> you're, gonna be, you're gonna be at home? You're gonna look for yeah. a date? I, yeah, I'm quite single right now. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> Anyone will be lucky to be on a date with you. Okay, I'm, I'm struggling to find a place for Valentine's Day. Do you happen to know a friend who runs a restaurant or anything that can... Hook me up. Why don't you just cook at home? It's like, you don't get a red wine, you know, a candlelit dinner. Because, see, the thing is, throughout the entire dating process, I've been saving money by cooking dinner. So it's like, I feel like now for Valentine's Day, I have to overcompensate. Or do you think that's like too old school? Let's keep it simple. You know, I've never actually spent Valentine's Day with someone. So I am not the right person to oh, ask. Oh, come on, you tortured romantic. This is ridiculous. He's wildly handsome. Someone ask him out on a date, okay, Paul? <laughs> All right, so you're going to be just going to be chilling at home. Valentine's Day has never really been much for you then, huh? Yeah, not really. I, okay. I, I'll just eat I'll just eat chocolates by myself, yeah. Okay, so what would be, say, in the future, dream Valentine's for Paul? Y'all maybe go to the beach, pick up some litter... You know, and, and then and then together, y'all hold hands and then y'all plastify it. I mean, I thought about this. I'll just probably, you know, meet at the first place we met and, you know, just 
go through the memories. Oh, so you think I should do that? Okay, go back to the first. But okay, okay. So that's tip for everyone. Okay, so if you're struggling like me to find a place for Valentine's Day, go back to the first place you went to. Except if the first place you went to was really a Michelin star restaurant, then GG. Yeah, no. <laughs> Normalize going to a hawker center for Valentine's Day. Okay, let's let's start with that. Uh, we're going to talk about Plastify and the incredible work that they do next. Okay, I feel like now more than ever, at least here in Singapore, there is starting to be a more top-down approach and pressure and being like, okay, we need to fix the environment. We got to do more. We haven't been doing a lot. Now, hopefully it's not too late. That seems to be the sentiment around the world as well. And we're seeing in real time the changes in the environment. And then now I'm seeing households already starting to panic and being like okay we got to start recycling but he's been doing it for a long time now paul lee wimpole he is an actor with fly entertainment but he's also the director of plastify he's been on the show before and i got to tell you every single day i use your coasters <laughs> so your presence is very much in my household and it's always a nice little almost statement piece when friends need a coaster and i tell them hey this is made from like a hundred dasani bottle caps <laughs> you know how would you explain plastify to the person who's trying to be a bit more environmentally conscious. So in Singapore, no one really trusts the blue bin. So what we're doing is just giving hope to plastic recycling. So if you've got plastic waste, you can give it to us and we'll make it into furniture, homeware, jewelry, whatever you, you want it to be. So we just accept, you know, plastic waste and make cool stuff out of it. Okay, and I've seen that the same coasters that I use ended up being like tiles on the wall, I think, for a school <laughs> classroom. Yeah, yeah. So that was for Aitong School. We made um, 600 wall tiles and it was placed and it became like a very derpy whale surrounding a school window. And uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. And you brought more gifts for us as well. So, so what is the next set of accessories or items that you've able to take recycled stuff and turn it into some breathing some new life into it? Right, so I brought some plant pots for you. I hope you, you know, grow plants. Oh, uh, they're plant? I thought they're cups. Uh, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. They're plant pots, yeah. Um, in a few months, actually, we'll be actually developing a furniture line. So we'll be making tabletops, around 1.5 by 1.5 meter tabletops. What will they be made of? It can be from, you know, ball caps, for example, shampoo, conditioner bottles, or even like Chinese New Year container lids that, you know, we are all kind of saving up and uh, hopefully recycling uh, quite soon into okay. the blue bins. Yeah. Okay, so define recycling because some people have a very warped perception of it because I know people who still buy a lot of plastic bags because they would have to buy them now at the yeah. grocery store but then they recycle them by saying that okay, we're going to turn it into a trash bin but essentially it's still going back down to that cycle, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, I think plastic has its applications. So when I say recycling... Recycling is not just putting something into a bin that's called binning. Recycling is both the collection and the transformation of it into a good. Now, we don't see here in Singapore a lot of that transformation, but we're doing it here at Plastify. All right. Now, of course, over Lunar New Year, it's a whole lot of excess, right? We're getting a lot, we're buying a lot, consuming a lot, but then we also want to be a lot more conscious about what's left behind, which is why I've invited onto the show the director of Plastify, Paul Lee Wenpoor, who goes out of his way to take the trash that we have and turn it into treasure. Uh, for those that just tuned in, what have you been able to turn even our plastic bottle caps into? We make furniture, homeware, jewellery, um, anything you can think of actually. And uh, we try to make it out of your plastic waste. 
Okay, so tell me about Ouroboro. <laughs> so Ouroboro is our new jewelry line. So we do have、um, a girl called Sarah in our team who just loves to make jewelry. So we just gave her that department. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to be in charge of turning plastic, for example, turning into jewelry.、Yep. But when it comes to say like tabletops and furniture, right? I think the concern is always like, ah,、oh, but if I buy recycled stuff, what if it doesn't hold together? You know, I don't want my table to break. Like, have you like Try and tested it yet? That's a good question. I mean, right now we are making like slabs, like thirty by thirty cm, and they are holding quite well. We will be going to add like stabilizers or rather maybe、uh, an extra layer of protection, but. We will test more, and I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> and when it comes to recycling, I know many of us are trying to, especially if you're traveling to Japan. You know, you have to recycle when you're there. You have to respect how they handle trash as well. Korea has a similar kind of way where even if, let's say, I, I tap out something, I have to remove all the food, put it in a separate bag, and all that.、Uh, in Singapore, I think there's that concern that if we dump something in the recycling bin, it won't be clean enough, so it can't be recycled at the end of the day, right? Everything becomes tainted. Well.、Uh, It only takes one person to actually just contaminate the whole bin. Yeah, like OPO or whatever. There will be some sort of sorting at the recovery facilities, but they won't stop the whole operation. Just clean that water bottle for you. So、um, yeah, I mean, it takes generations and、um, I guess a mentality that starts from young. And that's what we're trying to do at Pacify as well. It has to be clean before you recycle. Okay, and what about your collection bin? I hear now you have that as near Aljunied MRT. Yeah, so we do have one collection bin at、uh, Aljunied, and we will be pushing out to schools a plastified collection bin for ball caps for now. And、uh, we really want to just target the schools because kids are really enthusiastic, but they think that recycling is just put into a bin. So we just kind of want to have a learning journey with you know with the kids. And for them to bring back products that they have donated and they made themselves. Is there a way that we could come and also try to make some of like be part of the process? Because you do some incredible work turning plastic, giving it new life, and I'm curious whether or not we can participate in this as well. Well, you can come to our workshop anytime. Oh, so <laughs> you, you, got, you got workshops <laughs> for us to do like couples coming together and doing that families as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we do、uh, a lot of corporate workshops for like, families as well. We do have like volunteer sessions sometimes for students as well. All right, excellent. You can find out more at plastify.sg. You can pick up something that you like as well. And it's always nice to be able to tell people around like what they're actually using, and、mm. it becomes like a wake up call for them and how they can be involved as well. You're on your way with Joshua Simon on Kiss ninety two, and that was Paul Lee, director of Plastify. Getting you on your way. In style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon on Kiss ninety two. You're on your way with Joshua Simon on Kiss ninety two. Now I want to jog your memory a bit. Over Christmas, I asked you whether or not we should open our presents in front of the ones who gift us these gifts, right? And we all agreed. Opening up the present right in front of them gives them that sense of satisfaction and joy of whoa, you got me this. This is incredible, right? So if you flip it around. Should I open my angpao in front of your face? Hmm. Cause right over my Lunar New Year weekend through the visitings, there was one kid that actually did that. He received an angpao from his auntie, and he straight out in front of them opened up the angpao and go wow. So I was like, eh? Should we do that too then? Is it rude, dear listener, to open up your angpao? 
in front of the person who just gave it to you. I mean, if we apply the same logic over Christmas, I'll give you the satisfaction of going, wow, you give me so much. Or also like, huh, like that only. Yeah. And if it is rude, then when do you open the ang pao? Because I have my ang pao and I've kept it. And the thing that I usually do is I save my ang pao money for a rainy day, which apparently is also not the thing to do. Apparently, there's like a very specific period of when you're supposed to open it. Whereas for me, I always like to keep it as like a spare piggy bank. Like if I ever need to, then I will open up the ang pao and it will become like a whole like session. Like sit down and I'll say thank you. I remember this person came, this person gave me this one. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate it. Then only I open it, which can be like months, months, months down the road. Okay, when is it the appropriate time to open the ang pao? Okay, please educate me. I'm only half Chinese. So my mom never teach me. All right, what's that mean? Eight eight five five zero ninety two zero. And in return, I'll give you a one hundred dollar dining voucher to meet Shilin. Meet Shilin. This is the first and finest Korean style lamb barbecue that just opened in Singapore's K Town in Tanjung Paga Road. What's that mean now? Eight eight five five zero ninety two zero. Yesterday was Super Bowl day, right? But for many of us fans of Janet Jackson, it will always be the annual Janet Jackson Appreciation Day over the Super Bowl. Actually, what's the fan base name for Janet Jackson? Oh, Jan Fam, I think. Jan Fam. Jan Fam. The family of Janet Jackson. Justice for Janet. Okay, now I want to know from you, dear listener, whether or not we can apply what we all agreed on over Christmas that it is a wonderful thing to open your Christmas presents in front of the person who's just gifted it to you, so mm-hmm. they can enjoy, they can bask in the excitement, the look on your face uh, when you give them something that they've been uh, searching for, looking for, hoping for, or even if it's a gag silly gift. You know, you can see the reaction on the spot. You don't want to wait till Christmas Day and then they text you, "Oh, thanks for the <laughs> gift." You know. So I'm curious, can we apply that then to Chinese New Year? Can I open my ang pao in front of your face? Hmm? Logically, right? Right, if we apply mm. the same rules, no, no, no. Because I saw a kid do that over Chinese New Year. He received the ang pao and very gleefully opened the rip packet in front of them. Everyone laughed, you know? So I thought, okay, yeah, maybe it's because he's a kid. La. But as an adult, I understand everyone's texting in saying, please, Josh, don't ever do that. It's very, very rude. Okay, but for me, my practice is I keep the ang pao as a stash for a rainy day and it can be like months from now maybe there's some issue with my aircon or the pipes you know and I'm like I feel the pinch <sighs> so then I go to my ang pao stash and only then do I open my ang pao it can be months months from now <gasps> so that means you keep it in a drawer yeah you don't bank it in no no which I, I'm told by one uncle who gifted me like a e hong pao got QR code wow very very interesting all these things I mm. didn't know anything about that okay that I have to apparently like open it soon mm. so it doesn't expire or something for security reasons like, I get it lah okay yes. uh, but Jilin you're full Chinese I'm only half Chinese my mom didn't teach me when is the appropriate time based on what you know on when to open your ang pao so my mom has said that I have to open it only after the 15 days of Lunar New Year but in that 15 days, I'm not allowed to like look at it. So I just touch it under my pillow and wait for like... Under your come. pillow? Yeah, apparently she says that next year it will double in amount if I stash it under my pillow. Okay, so sleep. this is an auspicious uh-huh. thought here that yes. you have to sleep. I, I actually have heard about this. You hide your ang pao's under your pillow. But then if I'm a messy sleeper, I know many of us are like toss and turn, then the ang pao <laughs> will go here, go there, slide underneath the bed. <laughs> your right. pillow you throw off the bed is and it? then the last thing you want is when you're doing laundry for your bed sheets then you're like eh the remnants of an ang pao oh no right thank so goodness we, of plastic notes we should not 
be putting it under the pillow, right? But I'm curious, dear listener, what is your tradition on when you open your angpa? What is the right thing to do? Please teach lah. In response to you, I will give you a $100 dining voucher from Michelin, the first and finest Korean-style lamb barbecue that has just opened in Singapore's K-Town at Tanjong Paga Road. Kids will be kids, but then we got to educate them. Heck, even the adults need educating. I usually save my angpao months, months down the road when I really need it on a rainy day, then I only open it. Okay, but I hear now if you eat angpaos, you have to open it early as soon as possible. Okay, what do you do? What is the right practice? Okay, I want to give a big shout out to uh, Dan Cole. He says, I get in the car after visiting, I straight away open liao la. Okay, I want to give a big shout out to Cheryl. Cheryl says, I always tell my two kids, remember who gave them the angpaos before you pass it to me? <laughs> I'll then go to the toilet and open it up and see how much was given so I can also give back the same amount to the other party. All this is intel. To be fair, if they only have one kid, I usually will give them uh, back the added amount of both my kids combined so that one kid will get everything. But then if they have more than two, too bad lah. I'll, di- I'll divide whatever we receive and divide by the number of children. Fair, right? Also, Kao says, I guess you probably know, Ang Pao is actually meant to be a Chinese word that he wrote to me, which I don't understand even though I learned Chinese. Something something qian. Supposed to be keep under kids below so that they will not be ensnared by the something monster for the entire Chinese New Year. It means 15 days. Wow, very traditional. I've never heard this story. Alright, we got some voice notes as well. Let's hear. Hi, Joshua Simon. I'm Dave Ang. I'm not driving. Uh, better don't open in front of your uh, relative for the ambao. Thank you, thank you. I open my hong baos when I get home, which is at the end of the day, to see how much I have received. A couple more shout-outs right now. Sharon says, I place all my ang pao in a ziplock and I put it between the pillow protector and my pillow. I'll wait till the 15th day of Lunar New Year and then I'll open it all up. You know, it's said to bring in more wealth and it's a tradition that my parents taught us since we were young. It's stuck with me and I pass it on to my kids as well. I guess sleeping on your money is equivalent to sleeping on wealth. Annie says, uh, actually, once I step out of the house after visiting, I'll go to a corridor at the corner there when no one's looking and I'll open it up. I need to know lah, how much I was given and then I'll decide whether to eat more or less. Will Kang says, as children, we will automatically surrender all red packets to our mom so that she can recoup her ang pao losses. Now, as a parent, I completely understand and stand by it. Jessica says, I'll open it up after the 15th day as well. Traditionalists, I'll open it and see only on the 15th at the end and count how much I've received and decide on what type of holiday I should go on in the next couple of months. If not a lot, then I just I go nearby lah, can already. But if it's a good amount, then I will reach up for the stars. Literally, I'm a service staff, you see. I don't get to take leave during public holidays and therefore... I treat my ang pao as a mini reward for myself after Chinese New Year to go on a short trip after the holidays. I love that. Jessica, thank you so much for sharing. Finally, Thorsten says, my kids actually immediately, once we step out, will open up all the ang pao. They learn from last year's experience because once they keep it, it will be confiscated by us. So no keeping, right? Now they immediately will cash out and empty the home from the pao. Your way. Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. Now I heard Nat's head was in the blanket. 
over the Lunar New Year weekend. You were not feeling well. No, it was not fun. I couldn't indulge in like all the keropok I wanted. I love keropok. But I'm guessing you fell sick because you ate too much keropok right beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> I have not thought of that. Yeah, but maybe that's true. I just assumed that I caught a bug on public transport or something like that. No. Yeah, because it came out of nowhere and then like New Year's Eve, I started feeling funky. Oh boy. I was like, oh no, no. So you're going to have to miss out on everything? All the punzai, everything, the um, yusheng? Well, I didn't. <laughs> oh, so you still went? Huh? Yeah, so serving spoon all the way, serving chopsticks all the way because... Ain't no way I'm going to miss out on Chinese New Year because of a bug. Wait, you're telling me that you wore a face mask and you hand sanitized all the way through and you made sure you kept a nice good social distancing among your relatives and still managed to experience some form of the Lunar New Year, right? Yep, 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 of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, social responsibility. Good. Okay. Of course. Okay, so so I was asking earlier on, when is the right time to open your ang pao? Have you opened everything already? Oh, not yet. Okay, so... I have this really bad habit of only opening it maybe like one month later because I get so busy. But I learned my lesson last uh, year. She's so busy, everyone. <laughs> stop, stop, The rest stop. of us struggling to pay bills, stop. utility bills. She's I'm very sorry. busy to open up her ang pao. No, you know, it's mm-hmm. always all the little tasks that seem so big. You get what I mean? Sure. Okay, anyway, anyway, but I learned my lesson last year. Okay, Josh, I learned my lesson. Okay. Because like one month later, I opened my ang pao's, okay? And then as I was like calculating all that, I realized that one ang pao of mine Uh had a QR code. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they expire. I heard that. So actually, what was, I really appreciate this uncle for telling me. As he gave me the ang pao, he said, by the way, this is a QR code. You have to open it. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. Because I had no idea that there was an ex- expiration date. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. On some of them, just for security reasons, I yeah. think, right? Because you don't want to be like living till the end of time, this one QR code. Okay, That's right. So, so I'm not going to do what I normally do, which I save, like you, I like to save my ang pao for a rainy day, uh-huh. months down the road when I really need it, then oh. I open it. But I've decided to now, with the amount of e hong pao's out there, uh-huh. open it first and then put it in a piggy bank. Yes, okay? yes. <laughs> Almost there. You're on your way on Kiss 92. You had been on your way with Joshua Simon. I leave you now in the hands of Netco, who unfortunately had a rough Chinese New Year. Mm-hmm. You're not feeling well, but you're all recovered right now. Yes. Ready to take on the rest of the week. And it's a chance for you to win a 70-minute facial worth $180 from the face place, which is perfect because I, I need a facial. So you're going to call in later? Yes, I'm okay, going to participate. Okay, Because <laughs> I, I, I don't usually go for facials, but I hear it's actually good to go once in a while. Uh-huh, uh-huh. When was your last facial? I'm like you, Josh. I don't go for facials. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, fa- face place. Please sponsor. Okay, so we can all go for a nice facial together. Oh, yes, okay? yes, yes. But apart from that, what's on your show tonight, love? We're going to talk about love because it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. Oh, no, okay, but realized. Josh, what are your Valentine's Day plans? See, I tried to like block it out of my memory because uh, <laughs> earlier on, I was reminded that tomorrow is Valentine's Day because uh-huh. today to me is just, oh, back to work day. Yes, yes. After the like, Lunar New Year long weekend. Mm-hmm. And then I realised, oh, no, tomorrow is Valentine's Day. And I don't want to say, oh, I say, oh, no, very loosely because I'm also very happy and grateful that I have someone in my life that I'm mm. going to be sharing Valentine's Day with but the oh no comes from the fact that I have not booked anything Ooh, 
then are you gonna DIY something or what's the plan? I have been DIYing. Oh, okay, okay. So the problem is I cannot keep DIYing. You cannot, <laughs> I cannot always just be like, okay, we're gonna go donkey. Oh, okay. I'm just gonna cook a bunch of things, you know, because we have been doing that uh-huh. so much. We cook a lot. Right. So I, I think I think the pressure is now there to book a nice restaurant once in a while. It's good to mm. do these like romantic, romantic things, right? But the problem is all the romantic people already booked the romantic spots yeah. at the restaurants. And all these restaurants, they're very smart. They know people want to book their seats so they purposely bring in a Lunar New Year plus Valentine's Day menu mm. so the price is really in, in, oh is ridiculous mm, yeah yeah you're totally right about that and I think like you have to book early yeah. like way in advance you got to plan for Valentine's Day I don't know a month in advance already yeah so I, I'm really going through the Chop website <laughs> To see where I can find a restaurant after. I mean, good thing is after my show, after 8 p.m. So yes. usually by then, people already leave the restaurants. Ah, yeah, yeah, you're you know, right. I have a couple of restaurants in mind. A lot of places are already booked dirty, all the fancy ones. Yep. That's it. I try even booking Argentinian restaurant. Oh. I'm trying to find all the niche, niche like cuisines that uh-huh. most people don't usually eat. That one also booked. Everything's booked. African cuisine also booked. Ooh, <laughs> everything is really booked. I'm really going to try lah. I'm going to try. Okay, good luck. Anyway, like when it comes to trope, the later it is, the better the discount, right? Are you going to be celebrating Valentine's No. I'll be at rehearsal. Because <laughs> oh, she's a star. Natco is next for you on Kiss 92. You're on your way. With Joshua Simon. Kiss 92.